What is going on, you beautiful aliens disguised as human beings? Go ahead, crumble that weed, roll it up, grab your lighters. Your alien dad is here, and it is time to talk about some things that have really been on my mind lately. Of course, because, you know, we're such a deep, deep thinker here in the alien world. Human beings are the most interesting creatures to study. <laughs> you guys are so <clears throat> so interesting. It's crazy, you know, how I've been learning, I've been learning about Bill Cosby. I didn't really know much about Bill Cosby and, and learn about Bill Cosby. I didn't grow up on Bill Cosby in this lifetime because this person that I'm driving this vehicle I'm in is very young. So they didn't really grow, he didn't grow up on Bill Cosby. I know he knows Bill Cosby though. He's you know he's seen Bill Cosby. He's understands who Bill Cosby is. Like he knew he can't the Cosby show with his family and all these things. A little before the time. <coughs> For those that grew up with Bill Cosby though, it was a bit. It was a big hurt when all those rape started coming out. All those rape accusations. And I think it hurt because you look at this man. This human that you look up to, that you're like, oh, wow, just fucking wow. Like, look at what this human's doing. Look at how they're doing it. You know, look at where they're going, what they're saying, right? Like, as a public figure, he looked and he was a part. He filled a role in society that it almost was was desperately lacking, but then he played a role in a crime that's been around for centuries. So in one aspect, he wanted to move forward. But in another aspect, he really was stuck in old times. He really he couldn't get past, you know, where we've already been or where they, you know, they, they were still. Which was, you know, women, you could get them to do what you wanted them to do because you were the man. You were stronger than them. You possessed more power and the more powerful you were and, and you, you looked to be, you know, the easier you could manipulate these women. And what he learned was trust. Any predator, the first thing they're going to do is gain your trust because as soon as they know that you trust them, right? They have, they don't trust anybody. Somebody who's doing shit like this, they most likely, as a child, didn't have trust. They didn't have a relationship with, with the parents that ended in the child being, its needs being met. And so there leads this mistrust. A father leaves and never comes back. A mother you know, leaves, never comes back. Um, parents get divorced, and the time shared between the two parents is, is different. It's scarce. It's, you know, one has more say than the other. And so it's, it's so, if the, and if the parent's absent, you know, if the parent's there, but they're, they're just pushing the child off, they're not really, the child's crying, they're not needing, meeting those needs. These all create mistrust in children, very young Children are seeking trust. They're seeking to know where do I fit in 
and and who can I be nurtured by? Because we have this fight, right? This fight mode of like, all right, like my senses are heightened and I'm willing to protect myself. So I don't, so, so if I get hurt though, I can at least fight back, right? And hopefully not die. That's the whole object. And it, get, and it gives you what you need. But at some point, you become vulnerable again because it wears off, right? And in those vulnerability moments is really when you need those people, those humans, those adults. It seems like for, for humans that go through this, they need, any human, needs the comfort of another human being. Like, humans alone, it rarely make it. <laughs> humans need other humans. Very evident, right? So when we see people who are doing things in society that essentially is kind of almost like unseen, it's backdoored, it's private, it's the mistrust that they hold for themselves in society as a whole, other people, the world, right? To where they have to play roles in order to combine narratives that is satisfying to them. Because the motive, people that don't have trust, who are lacking trust due to early childhood experiences and they haven't been able to figure out like hey this really traumatized me i need to deal with this they take on the persona of i'm angry i'm mad i want other people to feel this when that happened to me i felt embarrassed i want i want to make everybody feel embarrassed i don't even care like your mind starts to hyper fixate on that and when when you have lost yourself or never really were able to gain yourself confidence in who you were and who you are because of the environment you were growing up with and the peers that you had around you that's really difficult to pick out this is who I am and I'm going to stick to this and I'm going to be strong some people that's their personality right they have a higher temperament but you have somebody that has a lower temperament for standing up for themselves um which would just really be them I can't think of offhand what it would be called but you know just uh a child that is less you know tempered i almost had the word um more shy more standoffish you know they're going to be a little more easier to manipulate and so when that child gets affected they they don't stand up for themselves they cower down they don't go what do we feel they go how do I protect myself in this situation? And when you start to protect yourself because you've been hurt, whether it was emotionally or physically, either way, the mind puts the same pain into both, whether it's physically or emotionally, because the mind's reality is what we're actually living in. And if we're not paying attention to that, which people in these situations and children are not, they haven't learned yet, how to pay attention to when they're feeling certain feelings and 
they're thinking certain thoughts, right? And when when you you know, when you have a mother that's drug addicted who is high and low and high and low and all over the place and she loves you and and you have a really good day and then the next day she's beating your ass and there's just bad shit going on and she's putting her cigarettes out on you and she's treating you like terrible and making you eat dog food like that's and then and then she's like you know the next minute she's hugging you and she's going and taking shopping and she loves you it's very confusing it's confusing for an adult but it, but as a child that is normal that's your normal that's your world like your your brain your reality is creating what it's what it's experiencing and that's what it's experiencing so therefore that that grows up it gets worse right and if the situation escalates it gets even more worse so especially when you have sexual assault i think because there's so much more abuse typically grooming or just other, you know, situations that lead to, you know, or in, in situations of, of, like, very severe, you know, very, like, several, several traumatic events in the child's life to where when they do become sexually assaulted, it just tips the iceberg. It just, it, you know, <laughs> sinks the motherfucking ship because at that point, the child can't hang on. They've been completely violated, completely... You know, and I mean, as a child, to experience, like, I've never been raped. I'm very grateful for that. And I hope to never have to experience experience that. And for people that have, like, I wish that I could take that memory from you. Um, it's, it's an absolutely terrifying, horrible thing. And uh, my heart goes out, and I will always stand up, you know, for, for rape victims, people. But to put myself in a position of a young boy being, or a young child in general, you know, being raped by an, an adult, that really skews your idea of what you thought the world was. You thought adults were in charge and they took care of you, right? Like, or something along those lines. You thought that... Um, these people were here to help you. And then they hurt you. And you don't really understand, right? Kids don't understand why that person just stuck a part of them inside of them to where it like really hurt them. They don't they that doesn't make sense. They don't get that the dude or the you know, female or whatever is getting pleasure, right? They're just like, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, and then I would imagine that after it happens, like that child has to deal with the feeling, right, of what that felt like and how alone that must feel and how it's like, if I speak out, no one's going to believe me. That's the other horrible thing. We have this rape culture. Like we have this whole culture based around rape where it's very like, he would never do that, right? Your uncle... Look how he's at every birthday party. He this and like he's such a nice guy. He would never ever fondle you. Why? And the uncle's like, why would you lie about that, right? And then in private, he's like, you motherfucker. He's like, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna make you do some things to me, right? That's wrong. That's wrong. I'm not saying kids aren't going to make accusations 
about things that they don't really maybe completely understand or maybe they think they understand and so they they're gonna talk I would almost want to see the data and bet that more times than not these kids that are are coming forward and saying this is happening to me and I don't understand why this would happen um you know I don't even I don't want to make a joke there. I it's kind of a dark dark joke to make. <laughs> I would guarantee that more kids are telling the truth than they are lying. I'd guarantee more kids know more about what's actually going on and could tell you everything if you would have believed them the first thing they said. Even if it is a lie. Okay? I think we should believe children wholeheartedly until we can physically prove they are wrong. We have to investigate everything they say. And then if it does come out to be the child was lying, right, and it was a misunderstanding, a chance to educate the child, right, and come at the child like, listen, this is a very serious situation, right? But any accusation a child makes should be completely taken and in, in, in researched and investigated and to a full extreme because this, this is an ongoing issue for, genera- like for our, whole, our whole entire existence. I feel like people have been raping people. And like, I'm just not that type of dude. You know what I mean? I'm just not that type of dude. I'm not the type of guy that could ever drug a woman or a guy and fuck them while they're not awake because that is meaningless that that has no emotion like and that tells you something about somebody that wants to do something about that like or wants to do that you know or somebody who wants you know to put this pain in a child that they experienced as a child right it tells you that they're missing something really important empathy they have no empathy for that other person. They can't separate themselves in that in that in, in themselves from um, the the other person from what's happening. They right? it's all about them always. They always have every everything can be related to their trauma, and their trauma trumps everything. And when they tell themselves that, it's basically they're at something they have like like they're winning. Their trauma is the worst ever. So therefore, if they're winning, right, then their, their narcissistic brain takes that and goes, you're the best in the world. You're the best. And it doesn't even matter in what category, right? It's like, it's like Bill Cosby's a doctor. Don't, just, don't, don't look at what he's a doctor in. It, doesn't, it does not matter. It says DR. He worked hard for it. And he does not have to respect other people that have PhDs that are actual doctors as their actual doctor name because he has more money and he has been on more television. And, and the actual doctors are like, and I've saved actual lives and I've never raped anybody. Crazy. It's a weird world that, we're, that we've lived in, right? And it's almost as if everything is, is, is shattering. You, you can't leave a bunch of dripping faucets on your foundation that's made out of metal. 
eventually it's all going to rust. And when it rusts, there's not going to be any saving it. There's not going to be any coming back. It's going to get to a point where it's so rusted, the only thing you have to do, the only thing you can do is, is rebuild. Rebuild or it's going to all just come down, right? Either way, it's done. It's, there's no return. And I think we're reaching that point of stories are coming out, people are talking, right? Rather, it's in our medical field, our food industry, our marketing industry, Hollywood, right? Um, just in our government, right? Our school systems. I mean, the list could go on. You know, even just in, in our job fields in general, what the fuck is the purpose of some jobs? You know, is it really that important? <laughs> is it really that important? I think Peter McCollin said this, that we, Dr. Peter McCollin, that we uh, produce enough, <laughs> I don't actually, no, I don't believe it was him, that we produce enough cows so people can eat more hamburgers, right? And in the process of that, like, we use up a ton of fucking material. And, and the thing is, is Tesla is an interesting character, right? And I think what he had, he had said, was going to set the world free. The way that he viewed energy is very smart. And, and to be honest, I think it's the way that all of our ancestors have. Like, we're like, ah, oh, how did they do it? How did they do it? Well, they, they learned that there's energy all around us and that the magnet, the magnetic fields, so these certain rocks, right, can pull and, and can do certain things when you line them up in certain ways, right? Like Tesla was able to, like, have coils set up and and there were certain coils and there was a certain number of them and then there's like other like a couple other things and then that was it and then like the magnet would continuously keep spinning because of the way the the energy was pretty much being um created but also saved in a way um and reused because it would continue it could just continue until it was stopped but it could also, right, so it only, let's say, I'm assuming, I don't, I guess I really don't know, but this is how I took it, um, is that it, the magnet's, like, spinning in the center, you know, and it only takes, like, five volts, let's say, pretend, I don't know, that's probably not right, but just for this example, right, five volts to run that, it, it takes five volts, but doing that, it produces, like, 50 volts, right, so, it's creating its own system and it's outputting more than it's using. And that's a really smart design and that would make definitely make sense. And imagine if we had that type of a system, um, all of our machines, we wouldn't need this electricity. We would have just these crazy magnetic force field ways of creating um, energy that, that, auto, that in reality, using the energy that's around us, and that and the materials that are natural um, around uh, we would be able to create an unlimited amount like you wouldn't even need the sun you know so learning more about history you learn that Edison is a very greedy motherfucker who wanted fame and fortune so you almost wonder if our history is really what our history is here we have Tesla, Nicholas Tesla, this very humble, very, like, prestigious, very, um, 
he came from like literally nowhere, had this vision, right? Here's what I think happened. I think things were like heating up and like getting crazy like they are today. And um, the aliens like created Nicholas Tesla and we uh, we spoke to him and we pretty much said, here, this is this is some this is a machine that we use. Use this. And he went, I accept. And he did it. And uh, yeah, Edison was a complete asshole to him and really just wanted to be famous. <laughs> greed. And that's what's like so crazy about all these humans is they just they love greed. Aliens are not like that. And so it's really odd to see like how greedy. But I think power plays a big part in in the greed that humans have because Power feels really good as a human. I'm not gonna lie. When you when you hold power, right? Even in just like the simplest way. Have you ever been in a conversation, especially with females, and they're all caddying and this and that, and then you drop like that like mic bomb moment of kindness on everybody, right? Oh, oh, fucking! I cannot deal with Becky. And you're like, the other girl's like, oh my god, did Becky? What did Becky do now? And you're like. Oh. She's like, fucking bitch, moved my macaroni salad to the right in the fridge. I'm like, don't touch my fucking food, bitch. She's like, well, it was behind mine. It was in front of it. It was in front of it. It was in front of it. What do you want me to do? She's like, what do you want me to do? Hmm? I have to move your macaroni. And you're like, I'm like, no, no, Becky, you don't. You come get me. You, you're walking me. You're walking me. You're walking me about everything, you bitch. Oh, man, I bet, I bet she's cheating on her husband. I bet she's just out there just cheating away and uh, all, these other, all these other lies and secrets because she's just, she's just that type of person, you know, and they're just going back and forth and back and forth. And then you go, <clears throat> what if Becky just had a really hard childhood and she's just trying to get by and you guys are really making it hard for her to just come to work and provide for her family? And then you just walk away. And you're like, bitches. And then they're just like standing there. <laughs> and they're like, anyways, she still could have could have called me. But, you know, I had a bad childhood too. And I look at how I turned out. Like, you're a bitch. That's how you turned out. <laughs> it's crazy how really history is children. And I think that's the most excluded part of our history is how children have been treated and raised because children don't need to learn about children they need to learn about adult things because they're going to become adults so that's what they need to learn about but i think wholeheartedly if we were to stop and look at the ways that we've influenced children's learning and impacts and the, the messages that we've sent what has that really told them you know and now we have a generation that is extremely confused because we have created a brand new world that hasn't yet figured out how to clash with the world we're living in. And so people are moving their consciousnesses and their energy and their, their lives onto these, this new world. They're downloading themselves and they're, they're literally giving, giving the physical world up for a mental world. And... 
you know, the t- and then you have people who you still have to participate in the real world because your body can't function, you know, in without it, without the real world, you're going to die. So you can't, you, you can't be a part of your mental world if you're dead. So they'll get through life, you know, the, the, like the get through lifers and, um, they're very miserable in this. And, and, and then they get in that, that alternative reality. It's like, ah, and it's like, is that what we're here for? You know, is that really, is that really like the next, like, have we experienced everything, right? And, and, and the, the aliens that are running this whole thing, right? And the humans that are in the experiment, right? Are we at a point? I don't know, because I'm like low management, you know, like I like, obviously, because see, what happens is we have, we have different departments in the alien world. Some of us, we get attached to humans and we go study them. They're the really intelligent ones that some of them don't even know we're studying them. They're so fucking smart. Like, they're just, they're geniuses. Some of them are idiots and we love those ones too. We like to study the people that, you know, just aren't the, they got a different program going on down there. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, and then we have just, you know, in between the average human and kind of a weirdo. Those those are the ones that, you know, they're like mildly autistic, but really awesome, right? That's the body that we're in right now. And uh, so I'm management, and I have a few guys that, like, you know, we get together, and, you know, when the body's asleep and we go over things, and, you know, we, we explore different, you know, topics, and then we come back, you know, and fuck shit up in the human, in the human realm. But, um... So, so there's, there's, you know, there's different managements that go on with this and I'm very, I have no say, but, uh, yeah, every like, you know, couple thousand years creators, you know, they get bored. They're like, Hmm, we kind of have absorbed as much data as we can. We need to do something else. So it kind of makes me wonder if they're just, you know, if they're just going to kind of pull everything onto the internet onto this like mental world and. Um, I don't know. I don't know what their, their thoughts are, what they're going to do. Um, and I don't know if they want that, you know, that's the other thing because we've been getting a lot of like, we need love, we need nature, right? We need peace, peace on earth, right? We've been getting that message a lot in our, in our meetings and, and I don't always pay attention in in the memos because God, they last like 10 human years. So it's like, it's just really annoying. And um, but yeah, we've been getting a lot of like, yeah, um, we really need the humans to start being nicer to each other and learn how to love quickly, because if we don't know how to love quickly, the creator is literally just going to blow it up. He's just going to let them use all their nukes, all their atoms, and we're just going to, he's already, well, he, they, them, the creators, because there's like a group of them, their eternity, like are just, they're just, they don't really care about earth so much because the humans just were a terrible weirdly odd they just they don't they don't learn we just don't know how to teach them and we're running out of time for like what we want to tolerate you know we've been at this for like ever so yeah they're kind of getting fucking sick of you guys actually so i mean we probably should start changing um or else the creators are just gonna to say hell the hell with us and 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 the bad thing is is that when they do that um, they just let everybody kill each other, and then they just they flood it, and they just recre- recreate it. They don't really care um, because they they. It's not that they don't love everybody, but 
they gave a lot of chances. A lot of chances. I mean, look at the Mayans and the Aztecs. I mean, they they had it going on, and then and then everybody else just kind of came in and kind of fucked it all up, and couldn't they just they, they couldn't get it together. They were eating each other. That was not acceptable. Um, and let me tell you, there's some there's some motherfuckers eating each other in this in this room, and that that shit. Whew, they're gonna get it. That that's a big no no. The creators don't like it when they eat each other. They think it's weird. They don't understand why you would want it because they they love everybody like at such like this really deep level. And and so to eat the flesh like unless like it's in a way of love, but they still said that that's just we shouldn't do that. You know we shouldn't eat each other when we're dead. They said they don't have to bury each other either. Like you know put put some mushrooms and. Let the mushrooms do their thing, but fucking stop eating each other, guys. It's weird. All right. <clears throat> well, that was an interesting one. <clears throat> so I think what we learned from this is that <clears throat> no matter what happens, either way, um, humans are awesome, but they kind of suck at the same time. So it's really finding a good balance and... Um, being kind and just just fucking love each other, you know? Like, like let me tell you, the utopia, when everybody loves each other and gets along and, like, the human experience is so much better than, like, this crazy society that these humans are living in. Like, I've been there in the utopia where, like, oh, my God, like, I've been a dude, I've been a female. It's just, it's great either way. Like, sex is awesome. Um, just buff motherfuckers that just hang out naked, bear it pretty much, and just fuck all the time, and then, you know, they have coconuts, and it's a great time, you know, dragons, dragons are a thing, you know, the the sea creatures, they love everybody, because everybody can talk to one another, right, they're really in tune, it's really beautiful, um, yeah, what fucks it up? You're wondering. Whew, that's that's for a whole nother thing, and and that's that's really where it's like if humans, you know, had empathy for everybody. I'm telling you, it would squash what's happening. All right, my folks, it's time to do dead shit. It's a motherfucking Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Work week is over for me, and I'm starting my rest for the next four fucking days. Yeah. Being a human that has to work sucks, but now we get to be awesome alien dad and get to do dad shit, get the kid up, get the kid ready for school. Let's go!